Welcome to Inside the OSD. I'm Dr. Leslie Bergstrom, and I'm the host of this podcast. Our purpose is to educate and inform you about timely topics and have a little fun doing it. We hope to give you an inside look at what life is like in our schools, and that is going to be fun because it's all about our kids. You certainly heard the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. This proverb has been traced back to African cultures and means that an entire community of people must provide for and interact positively with children for them to experience and grow in a safe and healthy environment. You can think of our school community this way as well. We have many caring adults providing many different functions, all in service of children. Today, we are going to speak with a part of that village that welcomes many of our students each day, the part that starts our day, our crossing guards, our bus drivers, our school nutrition cooks who serve breakfast. Let's start with our crossing guards. It was recently Crossing Guard Appreciation Week, so we want to begin by thanking our crossing guards. Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator, and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Our district communications director and I recently spoke with some of our crossing guards, bus drivers, and breakfast servers, who are some of the first faces our students see when they start their day. We're excited to hear from them now. Okay, can you tell me your name? Bessie Woodward. Okay. And how long have you been a crossing guard here? Six years now. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> and what is your favorite thing about being a crossing guard? All the kids. They're just so adorable. <laughs> they love you, don't they? Yeah. They do. <laughs> so in six years, there must be some memorable stories that you've had about being a crossing guard. Oh, quite a few. <laughs> one that comes one. to mind is uh, one lady, she stopped here, she told me, she says, my son doesn't want me to pick him up down by school anymore. He told me to pick him up at the dancing crossing guard. <laughs> I seem to recall another story. Um, I don't think you were on duty, but you helped someone. Yeah, that was during the parade one year. Mm-hmm. A woman, she stopped there and I'm going, um, and she jumps out of her car and she says, my kid's choking, I'm going, <laughs> so I run to the car and I'm going, can you get her out of the car? car I'm going to you do the Heimlich she says no I don't know how I said well can you get her out of the car I said this is okay if I try and she said sure yes yes anything anything so I did the Heimlich and got the candy up (laughs) that was the scariest part of my life I don't know if it was Meryl but it was scary (laughs) we are so lucky that you were there (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow Anything else you can think of? Uh, it's just, it's just so many. Uh, you know, I can't just point, point one every day. Something great happens. You know, all the kids. They, you know, they always wish me a good morning, and and I tell them to have a great day. And it's, you know, it makes your day. Just hearing that from them, mm-hmm. they all seem to be all so excited about coming to school. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that's a good thing. And I'm glad to be a part of that. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. My name is Carolyn, 
and I've been a crossing guard for maybe 10 or 11 years, I'm not sure. And I like being crossing guard because the kids brighten my day. And they tell me little stories, you know, they tell me when they got a loose tooth. Um, one kid this morning told me, he says, I got my hair cut, so he showed me, you know. And it's just, they share personal things with you. And uh, I don't know, I got a card from one of the little girls for Christmas time. It, she wrote it herself, you can tell. <laughs> she said, she, she calls me the cross lady. <laughs> and she said, uh, thank you for being the cross lady. And I miss you on the weekends. Isn't that sweet? I, I tell you, just story after story after story like that from these kids, and they just brighten my whole day, get me to laugh, and they tell me jokes, and tell me what they're going to do on a special on their birthday or on a special weekend, and yeah. Thanks for being here today. Please tell us your name and how long you've been a bus driver. Oh, my name's Carrie, and I've been a bus driver for 11 years now and five years for actually the Oregon School District. And will you please tell our listeners what you did before you were driving bus? Before I drove bus, I was a police officer for 25 years and then I retired, so I needed something to do. And we're really lucky that you did, so thank you. Um, What's your favorite thing about being a bus driver, taking kids to and from school? I think it's just the kids and the energy still makes you feel young. (laughs) Even though I have two sons of my own, they're grown adults, and I have grandchildren, granddaughters now, it's just, it just feels right. I've always enjoyed coaching and doing things with kids, so this is just expanding that in a really long vehicle. (laughs) Well, it does feel good to spend time with kids. It fills the tank, doesn't it? It does. It does. I mean, sometimes it's really draining, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but um, sometimes you have a short little break before you get a next group and you can re-energize and get ready for the next group. Right, right. Is there any story that sticks out to you that you'd like to share that kind of illustrates your experience as a driver and what you try to do for kids? Um, I think just being observant of their emotions and noticing when things aren't quite right. Right. And then know that you have staff at schools that you can contact that will take your information and go, that's information we need to know, and then do something with it. And one that I think of is a student, happy-go-lucky, smiley, says good morning to me, and then it all kind of stopped. And, you know, there was a situation that had happened but I had noticed it before then right. and I think that particular situation that was going on kind of in our district it just put all those emotions right in front of me and I sent an email over uh, to the principal and said can you just check on this person for me because I I don't see him at school so maybe there's just something maybe something happening on the bus I'm not aware of right and she emails me back and said, I'm so glad that you let us know because that student is in our office right now and trying to work through some things with us. So we're glad we're all seeing the same thing so we can help the student. So it's, wow. it's just amazing. 
when you have people that think of you other than just a bus driver also. Right. When, when they know that you're another caring adult, yeah. right? And you are there to be supportive to them. I mean, if I if my children were younger and they were riding the bus, the fact that you notice who's on your bus and you care about them and you see them as individuals, that would mean the world to me. Yeah, I try to set a goal every school year by Halloween that I will know all my students' names. <laughs> and how well do you do? I, I, I'm i at 100. Well, I'd say I, I added a few new ones, so I think I'm at probably 98%. <laughs> I bet kids love that, too, that um, you know them, they know you. You know, and if you use somebody's first name... It matters. It matters. It really matters. Like, you know who they are. They know who I am. I've had kids go, hey, bus driver. And I'll be like, hey, so my mom did not put bus driver on my birth certificate. I know your name. You know my name because I know I told you. And then they start using your name, you know. And I have a silly nickname on my my bus that uh, everybody knows me as, and I'm Crazy Carrie. So... Um, some of the teachers came and asked her, like, is that okay with you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, we, it's, it's all good. It's, you know. And it's the way I, they remember your name, I Yeah, imagine. and I spell my name with a K, so the crazy is with a K. We kind of went with that whole theme. And, and I think it just makes the bus fun then, you know, and they relate to me more. As a human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they know that I'm a mom, and they know that I'm a grandma. And <laughs> so they, they. We have a connection. It's awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for everything you do for our kids. Not a problem. I love it. Please tell us your name and how long you've been a bus contractor and driver. First name James, last name Hagstrom. Um, I am a second generation school bus operator. My my dad was a bus driver when I was a kid, so yeah. that's kind of how I worked my way into it. I got my First bus license in 1981. Oh, wow. So I'm not really good in math, but that's... <laughs> a long time? A really long time ago. <laughs> um, I got my first bus contract, I believe, in 1990. Okay. Right around there. Wow. So, All right. So that's kind of a long history there. You've been driving our kids for a long time. So yeah. what's your favorite thing about it? Oh, the, my favorite thing is knowing I have not really even sure how much of an impact I have on certain kids. Um, it's greeting them in the mornings mm-hmm. is a treat, you know, and when they um, see me as kind of a person that they can relate to, that's right. That's that's kind of what I kind of that, that's what really kind of warms you up, truthfully, because uh, you can yes, see it, it in their faces. It's you know, it's it's true. Uh, you are the first kid, the first person they see in the mornings, right? And I've I find it so important to greet everybody. Um, some of them acknowledge it, some of them <laughs> decide not to. <laughs> you know, um, it's kind of fun to see some kids who um, look at you like, what's the deal with you? Why are you talking to me? And over time, they kind of soften up, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of cool to see them warm up to you like, and then greet you back or just kind of see you as uh, not just part of the woodwork but hey you know this guy must be kind of okay you well know. you could drive the same students for years right um I, most drivers do yeah uh, but to be honest with you my situation's a little different where okay i do so much 
um, in the district where there's lots of routes I've filled in on. There's Got routes it. I've done. I've, I've changed uh, some routes from year to year. So I, I've, I've really had a huge variety of students. Yes. Um, and it's kind of cool to get to the high school level where you see certain kids and they, they all kind of look at me like, I think I know that guy. <laughs> hey, you drove me when I was in, because I'm involved in 4K right. um, and different routes at the grade school level. So there's a lot of, lot of different faces that end up being kind of recognizable, not only for me, but for them as well. So that's that's really why I think nice. it's really important to kind of be kind of a greeter, so to speak, that you... Um, Another caring adult. Yeah, just exactly. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. And somebody they can feel comfortable with. I think that's a big deal. You know. So given that, is there any story over all this time that really kind of sticks out to you? I'm sure there are many. Yeah. What's one you'd like to share? Uh, I can give you one that my wife and I, because Julie's been driving for over 25 years as well. Yeah. She was with me one night. We went to a restaurant over um, in Stoughton mm -hmm. at dinner, and we were coming out of the restaurant, and there was a young lad coming in with um, a child on his arm, uh, coming in, I think, with a girlfriend, wife, whatever the situation was. And we shared that look, like, hey, I recognize you, and he looked at me, and a big smile came on his, on his face, and he goes, hey, I remember you. Do you remember me? And uh, it's oh, it's my. always really challenging yes. because when I drive a bus, there's 50 faces. Yes. And I'm looking at them all in a mirror, so it's not their true um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. appearance. You know, you kind of don't realize that at first. Um, but I'm one bus driver, and he's one of, you know, 50 kids at a time. And gosh, you Hundreds and hundreds. Look at the number of mm -hmm. kids I've transported over the years. But this young gentleman, I recognized him, and I was really s struggling to come up with a name because that's the really hard part. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you'll ask most people that work with kids, is the, the ones who give you the most challenge are the ones. <laughs> Sometimes the you, names you, you remember. Names a lot quicker <laughs> than, than the other ones. And this... This fellow looked at me, and he had this huge grin on his face, and he was looking at me. He says, I remember you. He says, I gave you a really hard time on the bus, didn't I? But he, he, was a, um, he wasn't a bad kid, but he just got himself in hot water mm -hmm. a time or two. And, and it was just so funny to watch him recognize, hey, I was, I was kind of tough on you, wasn't I? And I looked at him and go, you know, boom, and his name came to me, and I said, your name's Chris, isn't it? Oh, wow. And I was so proud of myself because I can't remember names a lot of times. And we just, we had a nice quick chat, but it, my wife just looked at it and she went, you have no idea how important that is because that kid remembers you. Right. And what he said was, you were one of the few people that treated me with respect on the bus, even though I wasn't the greatest kid on the bus for you. He says, and I remember that, you know, and Julie's heard that mm -hmm, and she, mm -hmm. she tells the same kind of story, um, probably, I don't condense it, but it just, it was, it was, you know, heartwarming to know yes. that here's a, a kid that I had probably had 10 years earlier and he remembered me, he remembered the way I 
talked to him and treated him right. with just a little bit of dignity and respect. Um, and I think that's kind of in a nutshell. You try to create relationships with kids, and it takes you so far, you know, because eventually maybe that has an impact on them down the road and how they interact, whether it's with people they know or their kids. Um, so that's, you know, that's one little story, but it does... It sticks out in a big way for me, but there's lots of kids I've seen over the years, and it's just fun watching them, you it know, is. kind of grow up and seeing what they turn into. Well said, Mr. Yeah. Hagstrom. Thank so, you. Yeah, you bet. Please tell us your name and how long you've been serving breakfast to our students. My name is Ann Spildy, and I have been with the school district at Netherwood Knoll for nine years now. Thank you. What's your favorite thing about serving breakfast every morning? My favorite thing about serving breakfast is seeing the kids, of course, because that's why I work here. <laughs> um, and the nice thing about breakfast is we get to know the kids. We get to know their personality. Great. We need get to just know them, and they're so stinking cute. <laughs> and so you said you have some kids you see every day, some you see frequently, and then every once in a while a brand new face. Exactly. We have frequent flyers and we have um, some that come in just for their favorites. And then we today we had a brand new kid, new to the school, new to here, and we're there to help. That's lovely. And okay, I have to ask, because you mentioned this earlier, and I think it's the coolest. What is one of their favorite breakfast meals? Their favorite breakfast is our berry patch smoothie, which consists of strawberry yogurt, applesauce, and apple juice. That is the coolest thing because I think any parent would feel really good about sending their child into school to have a berry smoothie for breakfast. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, that's terrific. And I bet our families really, really appreciate that. I hope they do. Is there any story that sticks out to you regarding sharing, regarding breakfast that you'd like to share? I don't know. I, there's, there's so many, so many things, but when they come in, and they walk in and they see what the breakfast is and they get so excited. <laughs> Even if it's just Fruit Loops, yay, Fruit Loops! <laughs> well, that's probably a treat because they don't see Fruit Loops all that often, so that's great. Yeah, well, we do have reduced sugar, just so you know. That's it's good. Full sugar good. because I think our kindergarten teachers would kill us. <laughs> well, I love that they're excited when they come in to see you guys at breakfast every day. They are, and one of our cooks, Marissa, her daughter comes here, so she gets a kiss and a hug every morning, which is just so darling. Well, that's a, that's a perk of employment. It is. It is. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I love seeing those cute little faces every day. All right. Thank you, Ann. Mm -hmm. As I reflect on the stories we've heard today, one thing stands out in my mind that is consistent with our approach to everything in the OSD. These are caring and professional adults who truly know our kids. We're so thankful for each and every one of them, for helping our students start their day, for the care they take in getting to know each one, and for being that consistent, smiling face that begins and ends the day. It's truly special. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in this week. Remember, you can find links to Inside the OSD on our website at oregonsd.org backslash podcast. It's also available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids.